Hello, and welcome to Co-Oppo Mode, a couple's opinion on gaming. I'm Matt. And I'm Rose. And we're back. Ex- excuse our colds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the Midwest winters, you know, they, they get to you. <laughs> it's just, you just gotta deal with it. But I I, uh, I wanted to say, I have to admit a, uh, a shameful secret. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's how I have to put it. Uh, I saw a trailer for a new Transformers movie, and I actually want to see it. Is that a shameful secret? It is a shameful secret. Why? Be- because, look. <sighs> you like Transformers, I, I do. Okay. Little known, well, not little known fact. Why known we- fact about me. If you have robots... Ninjas slash samurai or superheroes, <laughs> superpowers. I'm usually going to get into it pretty quickly. I love Transformers. I love the first two movies, especially the third one started falling off. And I watched, I think, the fourth one. And then I was like, okay, I think they tapped this out. You know, we got to, it's not going to work. I think there's a fifth one. I can't remember because <laughs> I didn't watch it, I'm pretty sure. And then they just released a trailer for like Rise of the Beasts. Now, I grew up watching the original Generation 1 cartoon, goofy as hell, and I enjoyed that, but the one that really came after that was the uh, Beast Wars, and like Optimus Primal was this big gorilla, and Cheetor and stuff. It was like one of the first 3D cartoons, yeah. and I grew up on that. I love that show, and I, my cousin had all the Transformer toys, because he just was lucky that way <laughs> and i had a couple but we would play them when we got together and i i just i've always loved the transformer toys it's like a fidget thing almost to why I, i'm so confused how we got on this from colds because <laughs> i need to admit to the world that i'm probably gonna watch this beast wars version of transformer movie because there's a giant gorilla robot and i need <laughs> to see it <laughs> i'm sorry I, I want it to be good it looks like it has potential to be better and I can hope and dream, but I thought that would be funny to admit that because <laughs> some people are totally done. And I just like, God damn it, robots, you're pulling me back in. <laughs> so on that note, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the game is this next week? I'm not really sure, but I know I was downstairs playing on the Xbox and you were up here, I think mm-hmm. on Steam. And uh, achievement came up like something about digging up turnips. I think. I don't know if that's part of this game or a different game. That's a different game. Okay. Yep. So I have no ideas. Oh, wait. You did make me accept your gift on Steam of Earth Defense Force 5, which I was not excited about, (laughs) and I did not want to accept that gift. I really have no interest in playing Uh, that game. Nope, not yet. Oh, <laughs> but it is gonna you, happen. Uh, it's I, gonna happen. Didn't your note say "nut up, buttercup" or something on that order? <laughs> I think uh, "buckle up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we are going to be playing Portal. Oh, okay. I have watched you guys play this. In yes, the past. yes. I love and adore Portal. Something about trying to get two. cake. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, you got to get the cake. <laughs> get the cake. Uh, Portal, developed and published by Valve, who you might know from games like Half-Life, Team Fortress, Left 4 Dead, Counter-Strike, and Dota, and obviously the Steam program for downloading PC games. The, like, the biggest... Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they, Steam Valve, made this game? No. 
yeah, essentially, Valve made Steam. Valve owns Steam. Wow. So Valve makes this game. That's uh, pretty which cool. I, got, I also really like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, we played so much Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. Yes. Oh, it was so those. good. So fun. Uh, I, I got some fun things to talk about Valve, but I'm going to keep trucking along here first. Portal was originally released October 2007 for PC and Xbox 360. A million years ago. I know, right? <laughs> and has since come out for the PS3, Mac, Android, and actually very recently the Nintendo Switch. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, sitting at 90 on Metacritic. Wow. Yep. We're, we're in the 90s with this one. And this game has won several awards, including multiple Game of the Year's awards. And a lot of uh, most innovative design or unique design, even uh, best villain of the year uh, is one <laughs> of them, which I have to agree with GLaDOS. The main antagonist of this game is one of my favorite villains. That's the narrator throughout the game, Essentially, right? Essentially, yep. yeah. I remember talking it to you, being yep. so quirky. Yeah, because I remember you watching me play it you when I had it originally. Yeah, we were playing it a lot. Uh, back when we're all living in the same house, you know, being yeah. young. And I can't remember. I think you tried it out a little bit, but I think you ended up just kind of liking watching us play it. But I think now with the experience, the training you've had over the past <laughs> year, you're ready. <laughs> you're ready to get in there and tear it up. Uh, and by a lot of people, it's still considered one of the best games of all time. Wow. It definitely, like... I've come back and played Portal like every few years. I don't always beat it when I go back and play it, but I definitely come back and play it just because it is such a fun game mechanic. Uh, and recently there was a, a cool shooter. It was kind of Halo-esque, but there was portals in the game. That was the gimmick. So oh, it was, okay. everybody's got portals and it's a first person shooter. And I was like, ah. Uh, something gate i'm forgetting the name but it was it was a really interesting mechanic because it's like oh he goes around the corner and he's behind me why didn't i see that <laughs> <laughs> uh so you know i'm gonna talk about valve a little bit i found out when they started out they went with what's called a flat organization essentially other than the owners nobody was really above anybody else and the idea was hey if you have something you want to work on or you're interested in making, do it. Find people who want to do it with you, make it happen, but then you are the you're responsible for putting out the good product. Uh-huh. Which to be honest, Valve is pretty well known for two things. One, usually putting out a pretty damn good game when they do. And two, it takes forever for them to put out a game. <laughs> Collaboration is great until you don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the other thing they're known for is not being able to count to three. <laughs> and for this example, they had Half-Life, Half-Life 2, and then they had Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2. No Half-Life 3, no Half-Life 2 Episode 3 like there is supposed to be. They're just trolling you. Uh, uh, Left 4 Dead 1, Left 4 Dead 2, yep. no Left 4 Dead 3. Team Fortress 1, Team Fortress 2, no Team Fortress 3. <laughs> Dota 1, Dota 2, no Dota 3. Like, there are so many of these games that people love so much, and there's a lot of modding communities behind some of these still, including Portal, no number threes. <laughs> you know what, though? I kind of I kind of like that. We were talking about this subject the other night. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to let things go. Yep. 
art stops being art if you never stop messing with it. And my example was if you're painting a painting and you never stop painting it and you keep adding shit on that canvas for the rest of your life, it's not art. You haven't finished it. At some point, you got to step back and be like, it's done. (laughs) Even if you don't like it, this is what this is. Do you like it? And you offer it to the world. I like seeing a company that does that. Yeah, but some of the We stuff- don't need seven different Left for Dead games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get that. Um, it won't be fun anymore. Well, I actually looked into it. Left for Dead 3 was a canceled project they were working on. Because they're like, no, we gotta leave it alone. Well, no. <laughs> the Left 4 Dead 3 was going to be an open world sequel to Left 4 Dead 2 set in Morocco. And they canceled it when they became clear that the new engine, the engine they make their games on is called the Source Engine. Okay. They were working on the Source 2 engine, trying to make that work first before they started making these games. And they realized that it wasn't, Source 2 wasn't ready yet to be able to handle what they wanted to make. And to an extent, I actually kind of appreciate it. It's like, I have a vision for this game. This is what it needs to be. If it doesn't work, I'm not going to do it. Uh, they're also known for like heavily playtesting their games, which also goes into them uh, taking so long to come out because they really want they make sure their game is pretty darn polished. But uh, they have commented that some guidance is kind of necessary for their company. Like they make a ton of money off Steam. Don't get me wrong. That was probably one of the smartest financial decisions they made. For Steam sure. is fabulous. Yeah, I love Steam. Everybody but should get Steam. They learned that <laughs> sometimes making some short-term company-wide goals help get some focus, and then people, like, everybody works together and it works out. Because even Gabe, one of the CEO's owner, Big Gabe Newell, uh, he talked about how, hey, Valve is not the best game company to work for everybody. Some people really need that focus, and some people don't. So he admits that it's a completely different work environment. So they made goals... When they decided to come out with their VR headset, the Uh Index, which is a very nice VR headset that you can get. One of the nicest out there. And then uh, they made Half-Life Alex, which follows the uh, female protagonist from the Half-Life games. And that was really well received and really well done as well. So when they do put their minds to it, they can put out some great stuff. So I always... I'm excited to hear about them working on something new and making some like a full-fledged game because it's probably going to be a well-polished game at the least, you right. know? So, yeah, well, let's, let's move on and talk about Portal. <laughs> <laughs> wish I had a portal, wish I, wish I had a portal gun. That song has been stuck in my head for forever. It's generally praised for its unique gameplay and the dark deadpan humor that goes along with it. Portal is actually a spiritual successor to a freeware game called uh, Narbacular Drop, which was released as an independent game by some students from an institute of technology. So in this game, it was like you're supposed to save the princess. You go into a dungeon and you make these portal gates in the dungeon to help you navigate and solve traps and puzzles and whatnot. Valve saw that and they're like, we want this. This is a really good idea. So they actually hired a bunch of these people to come work on Portal, which is really cool. So they're like, hey, you made this game. We like this game. We want to make a game like this. I want you to come work on it. So like some of the things like ported over like the blue and orange color schemes for the different gates, that's from their Drop. 
like they kept like little touches that came from the original game, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, so he offered them all teams. They came in and they really worked hard on it for over two years. And they actually only had about 10 people involved in the development of this game. Wow. Which is kind of wild for how popular it is, which I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Stardew Value is made by one dude, and that's super popular, right? Yeah. But like having a game company have this small a team work on a game, and they uh, when they originally released it on the 360, it was a part of this collection called the Orange Box. So it had Portal. It had Team Fortress 2. I think it had Half-Life... And Half-Life Episode 1 and 2, all on, like, one game disc. Okay. Which was really cool. I, re- I had that at one point. Yeah. I don't know what happened to it, unfortunately, but I, I used to have it. Oh, you hear that passive-aggressiveness in this voice? I can't remember oh, who I somebody. borrowed. Oh. Somebody. I borrowed it to somebody, and it never saw it again. But I do remember thinking Portal was my favorite part of that box. Yeah. And eventually they came up with, like, a, a standalone version you could download off the arcade, added some challenges and mm-hmm. some unique stuff like that. So, for the first year of development of this game, they just focused on the gameplay. No narratives, no story. And the playtesters found it to be fun, but they were asking what all these test chambers were leading to. They thought it was originally a part of the game. It was just what they were using when they were playtesting the gameplay. And when they heard these game testers asking about it they're like actually that's a really good idea and they turn that into the narrative it's all these test chambers like you are a test subject for this portal gun and we're trying to figure things out and like it just it snowballed into this thing who's testing you uh it's an ai you know it's a robot you know testing you and like it, it it really snowballed into this effect so focusing on the gameplay really led to a fun interesting story which when they're making it, they also tried to include it into the Half-Life universe. So technically, Portal takes place in the Half-Life universe. And because of that, they got to use a bunch of assets from the Half-Life games, which really helped give it a clean, crisp look because they could use some of that same stuff, which just was like one thing after another, right? Like it feels like for this game, things fell in place yeah. for them. And I'm not saying they didn't work hard. Don't, don't I wasn't saying it's no, easy. No, no, but, <laughs> but it's, it's a thing of like a moment of true inspiration. Where yeah. Things, I yeah, think this is a fun idea. Flow. This is a creative. There's this crazy AI somewhere in the Half-Life universe making people run through dungeon or, yeah. you know, testing chambers. It, also, they were talking about when uh, they were using the idea of a cake as a reward. So as you're playing, <laughs> yeah. Gladys is like, hey, if you do all these tests, I got cake waiting yes. for you, you know? That's, why That's you what remember I remember that. the most is, is her snarky, like, scary, you creepy voice. You want a piece voice. of cake, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they were talking about, hey, we want to base this game on some sort of, like, philosophy or school of philosophy. What, Like, what do you guys think? And he said during that discussion, there was 15 minutes of silence. And then someone was like, you know, a lot of people like cake. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the whole reason it's in the game. And according to uh, Kim Swift, who was one of the workers on it, the cake is a black forest cake that she thought looked the best at a nearby bakery uh, out in Washington. 
And as an Easter egg within the game, its recipe is actually scattered <gasps> among various screen showing lines of binary code. So when you see binary code, if you actually input that into a translator, it would give you a pieces of the recipe. Black Forest cake? Oh yeah. my gosh. And the actual bakery that she saw this cake at said when the game came out, their Black Forest cake became way more popular and they sold a lot more. Oh, that's more. awesome. So I just think that's just a fun little, like, yeah. yeah, like, people like cake. Okay, let's put cake in the game. This is the best cake I think I saw, this Black Forest cake. Who, I'm going to put the recipe in the game. <laughs> who doesn't look at a piece of Black Forest cake and think, oh, yeah, I need that in my belly right now. Yeah, it looks right? delicious. It just looks so luxurious all the time. And then uh, I also found out that there is an unofficial port of Portal being made to the Nintendo 64. What? Somebody is making Portal for the Nintendo 64. Huh. Which is wild. I've actually... I remember seeing clips of How this a while back. I don't know if he's you building it from the, the game from the ground up within the 64. Because the 64 is pretty capable and we are much better at finding workarounds for things now than they were when 64 first came out. Sure. But... Yeah, I also saw someone was making a game, a brand new game for the 64 that involved having portals as one of the mechanics for the game. Huh. And it worked. It's all that, you know, there's something, don't get me wrong, like 64 looks rough compared to 3D after it, but there's also kind of a bit of like that nostalgia, fun, like retro look no, to it. No, it's okay. It looks time. just like the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> They look like they are being played on the N64. Oh, feeling salty. Uh, played that game one time so far. Yeah. 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 You know, hoofda. I that's, haven't seen anything that bad in a long time. I think that's a discussion for another episode. I know. But yeah, it, I get what you're saying. Like, sure, the graphics aren't what we're used to. But really, are they that bad? I also no. think if you design something for it, it really It looks works. better. It's like even, I, I probably have mentioned this before, you go back to old Super Nintendo games and they were developed. It doesn't seem that bad. I no, know. but you they were developed for CRT TVs. Yeah. So a lot of times that soft blur glow was how it was meant to be looked at. And then it actually, sometimes games look better on old CRTs than they did when you play them on the new high definition stuff. It all depends on what the game's made for. But uh, I guess I'll talk a little bit about how I feel. As I said before, I come back and play this game pretty regularly. This sounds like a top five, maybe. Um, oh, man. You ever think about that? I think the banter you get. Okay, this is hard. In my head, I kind of mix Portal and Portal 2 a little bit. And Portal 1 is kind of short and sweet, which I appreciate. Like, it doesn't feel like you're so far away from the end. Like, and I love all the stupid stuff they make GLaDOS say. But Portal 2 is even funnier, actually, than than the first one, I feel like. Uh -huh. And that's partially because they really introduce uh, Cave Johnson, the owner of Aperture Science. This guy was kind of uh, the definition of a rich madman who paid people to do whatever the hell he could think of. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it it like really kind of expanded on the lore in the Portal universe and Aperture. So mixing them together, I really feel like this is such a fun franchise. It's so enjoyable. I love the spatial thinking you need to use for these different puzzles, which 
sometimes can throw you off until you maybe look at it from a different angle and you're like, oh, wait, I was being dumb. This is what I got to do. Because there are some puzzles that are tough and it's all about momentum and physics and working with what you have. Very much so. Top five. It's hard. Top ten for sure. (laughs) It's hard. One of these days, I think it would be fun to go through and make you list a top five. Oh, yeah. And me too, which will be drastically different. Oh, for sure. But I think it's something that needs to be done. I can imagine that it will take you a few days to to consider. (laughs) This is hard. It sounds painful, doesn't it? Oh, that's hard. It's like I said. It's like I said during the Super Mario RPG episode. Like, if I say top three, this is one of my favorite games of all time. If I say top five, also like really up there the best like i i don't have specific numbers it's are you in the top three top five or top ten range for me i do think portal is in a top ten range it's that good i do think after kind of starting it up again recently just to kind of get a little refresher in my head for me i feel like it starts a little slow but i think that's because i'm so used to having a portal gun with both portals right away that I like it eases you into it. It eases new players into it. Sure. Like, hey, this is what portals do. Hey, I'll give you one portal you can put wherever you want, and then the other one will be put in specific places or moved around. And then eventually once you get two, that's when the game really opens up and you get to do some crazy stuff. Well, it's kinda like you were saying before, and from what I remember, it seems to me like it was a really different type of game at that time. That at the time came out it came of nowhere. out, yeah, nobody had done very, anything like that. Very different from a lot of the other things we were playing. Well, just the fact that you could set two portals up and you look through, you can see your character through the other portal. Or, uh-huh. like, it really felt like it was a real portal. It wasn't like, hey, this is just a door I walked through. Or, like, it actually felt like it connected the spaces they, that's just how well done it was. And even like, you know, the fact you can kind of, you know, move halfway in and then you see you're halfway out on the other side. It was fun to just like experiment with what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only thing they took away from when they made the uh, Narbacular drop game was in the Narbacular drop game, you could shoot a new portal through one. So, like, you have red and blue. Now, anytime you shoot another portal onto one that's already done, it disappears. You shoot another blue one, that old blue one disappears once it hits the wall. Yeah. You used to be able to shoot a blue portal through the orange one, so it comes out the blue portal, and then when it hits the opposing wall, it'll pop up. Which, I think, I don't know if it was a technical thing, or they were really trying to streamline what you were able to do. Like, really think about where you're putting these. But uh, that's the only thing I heard that the original spiritual uh, successor did better, I guess. Um, Gosh, I really think it's better for you to experience it. And then we could talk a little bit more about the story and maybe some fun jokes and things that happen before 
there's just fun things that happen I'd like to talk about with you, but I don't want to spoil any more than I've already said. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. <laughs> Gotta leave something left. I know. That's the hard part. Like, there's so like, oh, listen to these cool things that happened or this cool secret I found. I want you to find it, too. And it's like, you might not find it. I just want you to experience it. Oh, I'm it. sure you'll be back there watching me. Go this way. No, nope, no. Nope. I'm closing oh, my eyes. You're I'm so going into a it. corner. <laughs> Does all, that right. all the time. Let's move. Oh yeah, I guess I gotta ask you. How excited are you? Seven. Seven. Yeah. I think that's hard coming off nobody, and you really want to play nobody still. <laughs> I just want to play. <laughs> so nobody. I, don't, I mean, it looks fun. It sounds fun, but no. I, like I mean, nobody. I've seen you guys play it. I mean, it, that was a long time ago. But yeah. I mean, you guys, you and you and a friend in particular that we had. I mean, you were hamming that game. Oh yeah. And Portal Two. So I mean, yeah, I, I'm interested to try it. It'll be fun to actually play it for myself. Yep. But yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm a little worried. It, those kind of puzzle games, you got to be, you got to get the right mindset. And I can already tell if you like it this much and I don't click on it right away. You're going to be like, oh, try doing this. <laughs> I tell you what, let's set this up ahead of time. <laughs> if you want a hint or help, you tell me. I will not say anything about how to solve a puzzle. <laughs> I won't. I might watch you. I'm Because sometimes puzzles have multiple different ways to do it there's there's not always one specific sometimes it's hard for you to watch people struggle for too long it is but i'm not as bad as our friend amanda so no No offense amanda jeez (laughs) no no amanda she doesn't have a problem watching people struggle she just likes to shout out her answer (laughs) she on how she thinks you she has no poker face that's what it is so she if she neither do i answer she you she, you just feel her vibrating with excitement, yes. and it's like Amanda, just hold on, let me try to figure this out. It's not, it doesn't come from a bad place at all. I don't want to reiterate, but it is kind of funny to watch her like vibrate with pure kinetic energy and when joy. she's like, "I have the answer." <laughs> joy, yes, joy it's as well. Joyful, but all right. Well, let's we'll move this along. We'll get you some playtime, and we'll see how you feel when we come back. All right, all right. See you guys in a bit. Welcome back at some time playing Portal, and I still have that song stuck in my head. If if you haven't heard College Humors, I Wish I Had a Portal Gun, it is so dang catchy. <laughs> I'm showing you after we record this. You got to see it. Yeah. Yep. So let's get you some uh, opinions. Let's see how you're doing. Well, unfortunately, I didn't quite make it all the way through the game. Tried to get as far as I could, but it's been a heck of a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Between sickness, work, oh snowstorms, Christmas stuff. It's, it's yeah. It has been almost literal insanity up here in the Midwest, <laughs> <laughs> especially with our snowstorms. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, though, you have uh, still been trying to curb your nobody saves the world addiction. But I am yeah. okay with that because it is such a good game. I never feel bad like, you know what? It's fine. Just play it. I did kind of be no- <laughs> I was kind of naughty and I I kind of kept playing nobody for like the next two to three nights. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll get to Portal. I got this first weekend coming up and then I was like, I got to get on this like right now. I got to get through this game. <laughs> I can't help it. 
there's so much to do and nobody saves the world and I have so much left and and like I really enjoyed it that much that to me I was like I gotta keep going there's so much to do oh I know and that map's so big and that it's map just, is huge it's fun exploring and seeing what you can find I get it I, it makes me appreciate even more how much there was put into that game a lot of the time games in that style or with that kind of games that play that way aren't that big and this one's absolutely huge oh yeah thank goodness thank you creators of nobody saves the world <laughs> you really feel like you can get it all out of your system you know i'm sorry valve i know you made portal but i guess this episode <laughs> is going back to no, nobody no, no, saves no. the we world can talk about portal. <laughs> all right so it, it's kind of like nostalgic for you and i to load this game up Mm-hmm. I mean, it really takes Very us back so. to like just moving out of the house and like living on our own. Yeah, this was really, you know, buying my first three Xbox 360 and just hanging out with our buddies and, you know, yeah. our group house that we had going. You and your best friend like just playing the hell out of this <laughs> yeah. game 24 7. Like, I'd go to work, come back. They're playing Portal like yep. every day. It's no wonder that Xbox got the Red Ring of Death. It, <laughs> it was it was Soul Calibur Four, if I recall, that killed it. That Xbox oh, really? was going twenty four seven for like a week, and then it finally is like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Let me die. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't want to see Yoda fight Mitsurugi anymore. <laughs> so, loading it up and starting a new game, like. I kind of have to put my brain space in 2008 for this game because it's, if you look at it through your eyes of today, it's mm -hmm. not that cool, if I'm going to be honest. Oh, that hurts. But yeah, I understand but you what wouldn't, you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, for 2008, if you think about it at that time, it's a way more interesting game than what it is nowadays because we have, I would say, a lot more variety now than we used to even then. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, because video the games whole vibe and the feel bit. of this game when you start it up is really different than like every other game at that time. Mm -hmm. That time period was a lot of like Call of Duty was huge and um, oh God, I just lost yeah, it. Yeah, it's not huge anymore. No, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. back then it was newer. Halo was going nuts and um, it what's, was what's so the one with the aliens, the shooter game? My mind went blank. Uh, so uh, not Gears of War. God oh, dang, I'm sorry. Yeah. We you said aliens. The, lo the They came from underground, the locusts. Sorry. It's okay. I don't know the lore. I just know how to kill people. Yeah, chainsaw. That's all I death. cared about. <laughs> Brutality. Yep, us doing the waves, trying to get as oh, far as yeah. possible. Horde mode. That was a big deal That's, back in the day. Those are the kind of games like that were huge that everybody was playing the living hell out of. Yeah, that that's true. So having this... I mean, even... Portal came out in the orange box. It came with Team Fortress 2, which is a team-based shooter. It came with uh, yeah, a bunch of right. Half-Life episode, Half-Life 2 and Half-Life 2 episode 1 and 2. And it that was also, that was like a puzzle shooter, but it, I mean, shooter was a big part of it. And then you have this Portal, which is just purely a puzzle exploration game. Mm -hmm. And like... It was so different at the time that it kind of took people by surprise. And the portal mechanic at the time was so interesting. It was just amazing. So in the beginning of the game, you start out and you're in a lab and you're like a test subject. And you have to get through like really easy levels at first. 
it's pretty simple. And you yeah. don't have the portal gun yet, but it will shoot a portal for you and and see if you can figure out the puzzles. And like I said, at this point, it's 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 as easy as cake, right? Like, yeah, cake yeah, block. yeah. It's a cake block. <laughs> you know, pretty much put this block on a button. Yeah, you did it. Good just job. to get the main basics down, which is kind of nice. It mm-hmm. doesn't need a tutorial. It doesn't need to tell like explain all these different buttons and moves that you have because you are literally learning as you play the game that's Mm -hmm. awesome i'm always a huge fan of that like get me playing don't give me a lot of cutscenes and like explanation and huge paragraph filled (laughs) menu bars that pop up like explaining like no offense but monster hunter like sometimes you get these fucking pages that pop up that are so overwhelming of explaining things in the game and i just would panic and you're like it's okay just press x close it like you don't need to learn about that right now i'll just ask matt about it later you saw me spiraling you're like i'll tell you what you need to know when you need to know it (laughs) but uh so when i actually got to the part where i get to take the portal gun Mm -hmm. i thought it was pretty funny you had to tell me like he grabbed the portal gun. Yeah. I didn't even think about doing it at this point. I'm just so focused on like getting to the next part and like yep, figuring yep. things out. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get this gun now. At this point though, I had the thought like this would make a fantastic VR game. What do you mm. think about that? The only thing I could say is I even felt a little bit motion sick at some points last night when I was playing. That's the big problem. I think but moving through portals parts- would make you so motion sick. Maybe. I mean, so in this game... Well, jumping and, like, falling yeah, and all that. So in this game, sometimes you have to use the momentum of your fall to shoot through a portal coming out of a different spot yep. to get to certain areas. I could see how that would make somebody motion sick, but I think the other rooms and puzzles that don't have that in there would be really, really fun in VR. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see this being perfect for VR in that way. What do you think? It would really put you in the game in the headspace of this character. It would be pretty cool. I think it would be interesting. I definitely think it's possible. It's funny that you bring it up because NVIDIA just released this like RTX mod for Portal. And basically this it's it's this like almost like a modification that takes these old games and just ramps them up and how they look, adds ray tracing, adds all this stuff to the game without like actually having to put download a new game file and it runs so heavy that people with like ugh, these higher end cards are still having trouble running portal because it like how much it upgrades it it's kind of wild really? yeah i saw a video of it i mean it looks beautiful don't get me wrong it's kind of crazy like ultra realistic yeah it's like it's like they did a little retexturing. The lighting is so much better. You know, that's a lot of like these old games. Like you won't don't think about it, mm-hmm. but the lighting isn't as good as what they have now in video games. It, it, yeah, that's something I've never thought of. You don't think about it, but like when you look at games and how good they look, lighting really makes a difference. Like for, how the areas are lit up in the game. Yeah, like basically. like for example, if you shine uh, the sun through the trees. You should get some oh, bleed through that. leaves. Yes. You should get yeah. some rays thinking That was a through. big thing about Red Dead Redemption, right? Was that they had really added a lot of that Yeah, detail. the shadows make yes. sense. Like, there's all these little touches in the real world that mm-hmm. we've just adjusted to over the years that you don't think about. And But when you see a game, like, you know something's wrong. You know it's not real because of these things that you can't always explain unless you do research into it. It's actually, it's very interesting yeah. when you get down to it. 
But uh, yeah, I'll let you keep going here. Should we keep talking? Yeah, about yeah, that? I know. I keep getting distracted. <laughs> We're easily distracted today, I guess. <laughs> um, I would say once you figure out the uh, like, every level is a little bit different, and they all kind of build off of each other. Yes. And you know, you could see every time you enter the new uh, test lab, like there's 19 different tests for you to to do. Yep. And. They get a little harder. They get a little longer as you go. Like I, I started out and I was just burning through them. And then after a while, it was like, oh, my gosh, this one. Like by the time you get to 15, 16, you're like, this took forever. <laughs> they start getting like there's a there's a point where it they are pretty easy even after you get both portals. It and then all of a sudden it like there's like a one. I think it's like 15, level 15 or 14. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, time to put everything together. Yeah. And it's like, holy crap, it and got it, way harder all it, of a sudden. You know, to me, like when I'd walk in, I would get a little overwhelmed by everything you see at first. You, there's like robots shooting lasers that'll shoot you. And there's <laughs> buttons and like there's um, there's only so many places on the walls or ceiling that you can blast a portal because as you get further and further along, they have a different material on more of the walls and ceilings mm -hmm. where you can't shoot a portal. And so you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how I'm going to do this. There's those little like electro balls shooting around and you're trying not to die. And it's like, oh, I can't. No. But if you like <laughs> work on one problem at a time and get through, you can get somewhere and start figuring it out. I was on level 18 last night or test room 18 and I did actually cheat a little and look it up online because I walked in and I really wanted to figure it out for myself and you weren't with me at the time and I was like okay first things first let's take out these robots so I don't get shot at because I'm really tired of yep. getting shot at yep. and then I'm trying to figure out like how I can get to this room that's across a, a smoky death pit and there's like no place to shoot a portal. And I'm like, okay, I know I got to fall. And like, I think a lot of the time I overthink it. Yeah. And yep. it's a lot easier and simpler than you think it will be in this game. And it's kind of funny how it tricks you over and over again into overthinking and making it harder than what it is. It's not that it's hard. It's weird. It's the weirdest kind of puzzle game I've ever played. I feel like this game does two things well. One is it does teach you how to do different maneuvers that can literally help you solve a, a certain kind of puzzle, right? Yeah. But then it'll trick you into thinking you can't solve a puzzle that way or it'll give you another puzzle. So, like, it trains you in one way, but then it kind of, like, if I feel like it directs you into solving puzzles a certain way after a couple rooms mm -hmm. and then when you get to another room like it's like you forget that you can do these certain things sometimes yeah. and it's like like uh you got through the halfway point it like it put you in one of the early test chambers right mm -hmm. and it's like okay we need a block for this button so we can get through and it's like no we don't we got a portal gun with both portals just shoot a portal through the door like it's so obvious right and it's like yeah, there's it's still, still a second where it's like I need a block for this button that's what you do you put blocks and buttons <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of funny I mean Ugh. and maybe it's partly that I usually play at the end of the day it's like past 8 o'clock and my brain is not in it's best shape at that point let's be honest but <laughs> you know it was funny because on on test room 18 when I did look up like what do I got to do here because I don't know my thoughts on what I needed to do were right I just was <laughs> too 
I was like, no, that's not going to work. Like right away in my head. And I was like, yeah. no, I had the right idea. I You're so just scared of failing. It. Well, so that was the other weird thing playing this game because I will, I appreciated this so much. When you die, you start right back up where you left off. Mm-hmm. There are no consequences to dying. You nope. don't lose anything. You don't have to redo anything. It's amazing. If you've killed the robots in the room and you die, they're still gone when you respawn back in the room. Thank you so much, Valve. So why did I just avoid dying so much? There was something about this game where I was like, no, 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 I can't die. I can't mess up. No no trial and error yeah, allowed. I'm not, I'm not sure why. And then like nobody saves the world. I'm like, yeah, I died. Yeah, I died. And <laughs> I just keep trucking through. And it's like, there's more of a... There's more of a consequence in that game for dying than what there is in Portal. But for some reason, I took it way harder in Portal where it was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I was trying so hard to avoid it. I don't know. It was it was interesting. I Like I said, though, thank God for Valve making it so easy to just keep going and keep figuring things out. Because I think if they had made it where you had to redo everything, I don't think people would have liked this game as much because it would make it harder to figure out how to solve each puzzle in each room. And that's the thing. That's why I think it's very weird that you were so afraid to die because they made it very much so to be like, hey, experiment, try new things. Kind of try to break the game because there's some puzzles, the obvious or the, the answer they want you to get to isn't always the answer you have to take. There's lots of different ways to do yeah, things. Uh, you don't have to follow a path to get to the end point. No, like in the very beginning, you kind of have to because it's forcing you. But once you get both shots of that portal gun, like it does feel like the world's your oyster at that point. Yeah. You know? I think I just had a hard time getting my brain to accept that much freedom. Yeah. Isn't I, that funny? I, I, yeah. I, I, I think that's I what I think it you was. had this block. I don't know if it's like you're just stuck on like a mechanical way to like fix things or what (laughs) it's funny because like when you and me come to puzzle solving i think maybe this is why when we do play games where we have to solve puzzles together yeah we do tend to work together pretty well because we both look at the puzzle and there's some thoughts that overlap very like a venn diagram like Mm -hmm. yeah we both have this idea but we also both get separate different kinds of ideas which Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, but in the end, we end up solving the puzzle, right? Yeah. So I, yeah, it takes us two tries. It may take us fifty, but we're gonna get there. Yeah, there's a certain point where we get kind of stubborn about it. Especially, yeah, you and I both have a stubborn streak. Uh, (laughs) We're gonna figure it out as you go along and you get further through these tests. mm -hmm. I saw this interesting, like kind of backdoor area that you can creep into and of course I was like oh I'm gonna go check oh, that out. Oh yeah little fun secret And that areas. was pretty interesting like the walls are all old and nasty looking mm-hmm. and there's like empty cans and stuff around and you just see writing on the wall and like a blood or black marker and it's like the cake is alive the cake <laughs> is alive. One of the biggest memes. So because the whole time you're playing this game the what would you call her? Oh, her name is GLaDOS. G L A D O S. Um, she's announcing to you all the time that when you finish, you're gonna get some cake. Mm-hmm. You know? That's that's the whole reason to get through all these tests. Yeah, there's gonna card. be a party. Everyone's gonna celebrate. Come get some cake. Which would not work on everybody. Some people don't care about. Cake. Yeah, all right. Me, I'd probably work pretty hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. So I liked that. I thought it was cool. There's nothing in there. There's nothing you can really like interact with besides a radio. It's just like a fun it's little story It's just a little thing. like Easter egg kind of thing to but, build the story. Right? Yeah, because up until that point, you've been all in all these very sterile looking, clean lab settings. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like you get kind of a, a peek behind the curtain and it's like, okay, this looks like rusted, dirty, like what's going on? Where am I? Yeah, exactly. Some secret bunker, you know, yep, somewhere. Yep. Um, I found a few areas like that, and mm -hmm. I like that they hid them around, and you could go check these out, and it's pretty much the same thing. At one point, you get a companion cube, which I is- I love companion cube. The, the cube with hearts on it instead of just a plain cube, and mm -hmm. it's like, carry this with you everywhere you go for this one test, one, too. Yeah, one And then level. you have to burn it up in an incinerator, <laughs> but you find this secret room where it's just like- pictures and the companion cube <laughs> is pasted over people's faces on the walls and it's like I love my companion cube it's all creepy and weird I love it and then GLaDOS makes you feel immediately bad because she's like hey congratulations you broke the record for the fastest time someone burned up the companion cube <laughs> <laughs> record yep. time record time oh uh, you know there was a big upset about that really yeah because uh, when they were doing because Valve does a lot of play testing and they found like they put hearts on this cube, called it the companion cube, and they people got really attached really quickly because of it. Because the game's like, oh, it's your friend, it's your buddy, take it Are with you. Are you kidding? No. And then they make you kill it, and that actually got people more upset. Because like, when they didn't have the hearts on it, they're like, oh, hey, this is your cube, take care of it. Yeah, I mean, you walk away from cubes all over yeah, in this game. Yeah, but once you put hearts on it and call it a companion cube people got attached to it and there's like a ton of merch you can get little plushy companion cubes <laughs> and stuff like that or uh, little like dices hangers sure. on your mirror and stuff which is adorable and it's just like I get it like it, the game really is trying to make you get attached to this piece of metal and then it but makes so you get quick, rid of it though. yeah it it's, is it's very literally quick literally one lab room <laughs> that's so all fast. it takes but that's that's how long people People get attached to things way faster than that. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. that's crazy. That's funny. So once you get through all 19 test rooms, then you <laughs> you yourself are getting sent to a big incinerator. <laughs> yep. And of course, you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. And you would kind of warn me, like, you're only halfway through the game at this point. So as you're headed slowly towards a big fiery pit, you know, of course, you're going to use your portal gun to get out of there. Mm -hmm. And then GLaDOS, right? Yep. <laughs> She's, you can't escape from here. What are you doing? You're not even going the right way. You yeah, know? just calmly, like, tearing you apart. I know you're you here. You're yep, not escaping. I know exactly where you are. <laughs> you're not even going the right way. Yeah, just, you can't get out oh of here. Oh, my goodness. I love GLaDOS. We're starting to eat the cake now without you. <laughs> you better, if you come back, there might be a slice yeah, left. Yeah. <laughs> So I kept going further a little bit more into this part of the game and then you're really behind the scenes mm -hmm. and working with your portal gun and it's harder because there's very little space where you can actually place a portal. Yeah, the answer isn't quite as laid out in front of you now. Like you have to use everything you learned in those test chambers. I kind of found it easier in a way. Because it... It's simpler it because you're like, I can't shoot a portal yeah, in like 90% of this area. So what do I have to work with? This and this. Yep. And then it, it kind of streamlines that way mm -hmm. for me. But it 
does get a little bit overwhelming because you're trying to figure out how to get through some very odd spaces at this point. Yeah, or like these weird big open spaces and areas. Yeah, and like every room in this whole facility has a gassy pit of death at the floor level. I don't know why. (laughs) This is bad. Uh, Shouldn't there be like... uh, OSHA checking this shit. Yeah, out you. Oh, there's a there's explanations <laughs> for that. Oh, I just haven't gotten there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to hear everything you have to say first, and then maybe if you if you want to yeah, hear a little I bit. Yeah, since I didn't finish the game, like a bad bad gamer. Nah, it's okay. How if I got called a bad gamer for all the games I didn't finish, I'd be in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess at this part. I don't have too much more to say about it because just n- I didn't find anything to really differentiate like room from room as I got further and further in yep. this part of the game. I think to this point it's mostly just getting through it and getting to the end. Did you enjoy GLaDOS as your antagonist, the villain? Yes, very much so. And I mean, I know from the past when you guys were playing it, like I would sit there and watch you guys and listen, and it was very funny, right? Yeah, very well written. So it didn't hit as hard, but it was still enjoyable. It still made us both laugh when we were when I was playing it. Like it's that is a special thing that they made right there. You got to appreciate that. So if you. Do you want to hear about kind of what yeah, ends I up happening? Yeah, I kind of do. Spoiler alert, okay. everybody. Because, like, I watch you play it, and part of me is like, I just want to, like, pick up where you left off. Because I've watched pretty much almost all that you've played. Mm-hmm. So it's like, most oh, man, it, I want to yeah. keep going and get to the end again. Essentially what happens is you're still going through all these back rooms of this Aperture Science Center, right? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find a way out, and eventually you run into GLaDOS. And you find out, like, okay, GLaDOS is this AI which kind of been given away by all the glitchy talk and like she kind of shorts out sometimes. Yeah, and the way that she refers to you is like being a human and you can tell she does not understand no, what a human is. No, no, no. So this whole science center, like they made her and eventually they attached her to like the main frame to like control the whole building because she was very useful, very helpful, but it caused kind of a error in her system Mm -hmm. and so she ended up flooding the whole aperture science lab with neurotoxin (laughs) killed everybody (laughs) she'll tell you this you know but she has this drive to continue testing because that's what this this whole science lab was about testing things trying things That's out what she was made so for. It, it's like she's almost like a robot version of adhd like follow <laughs> the dopamine dopamine is making people test stuff so eventually you run into her and you fight like a little boss battle where she shoots missiles at her you and you got to use portals to oh, okay. shoot them back at her and you break off all these other like ai orbs off of her and you got to mm-hmm. keep incinerating all these different pieces because they the scientists, as they were dying, threw these other orbs on her to try to control her because she was going so crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so eventually the game is like, oh, you incinerator, you take an elevator up, but they leave it a little open-ended because, like, they kind of trick you, like, oh, there's cake, or, like, you run into a bunch of drones, so you don't you don't know exactly what happens. They, they leave it a little bit up to the imagination a bit, mm-hmm. but I, I think lore-wise, she escapes, but eventually she gets... uh invited back 
<laughs> for uh, the uh, Portal 2. Okay. So you play as her too. And that one is even like, I think that one's even better written. Okay. Because you get to learn about Cave Johnson, the guy who started Aperture Science. And he is a character. You hear a bunch of recordings of the nonsense stuff he did. Yeah. And so like, I, I kind of blend Portal 1 and Portal 2 in my head. Sure. Because they kind of mix. But it is, it it's just... It's so good. She's such a fun villain. Like, and it's yes. very rare to get a fun villain. You get kind of crazy or absurd or just downright evil. But like, she really feels fun, even though she's <laughs> also crazy, absurd, and like, yeah, homicidal. Like, <laughs> like, like we said, it does make you laugh. Like the yeah. silly shit she says. <laughs> I I don't know who they got to come up with all the lines that she said it's written very well but it is they made it feel so good and it is just it is a fun ride like if you're not great at puzzle games if you uh maybe have trouble because there's certain moments where you need a little bit of twitch controls but generally you don't need them yeah not too bad because i'm i'm not the best at twitch controls. yeah like, being that's you know quick on the draw you're better at yeah. that than me i get panicked and i press <laughs> all the buttons at once i, I do that in, sometimes in a fury, too. hoping <clears throat> that i get it right but if you if you have do have trouble with that like watch a playthrough of this it's worth it just for the it dialogue it really isn't that hard like you said there are a few moments and they're pretty rare and even when they are ironically you could just doing it and take the time to get it right Mm -hmm. i mean you were watching me go through a part where i just had to redo it over and over and over for a little while i knew what to do but it was just getting the timing right getting you know the right order of things down and like i said the nice thing is there's no consequences to failing so you don't have to feel bad about it the worst consequence is if the last quick save happened right before a piece of dialogue and then you have to keep hearing that dialogue. Yeah, that would be the only That is the worst consequence. Mm -hmm. And even that, by most game standards, is not that bad. An annoyance at most. Yeah. Can't be nearly as bad as the dialogue in Tomb Raider, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (sighs) So... I mean, it was it was really fun overall. Mm-hmm. It, the puzzles were interesting. It, it's a different kind of puzzle. It's a different way of thinking. Yeah, and I definitely. really appreciate that about it. The thing I found myself wishing when I was playing this, I wish there was a little bit more to it, like just a little bit more to interact with, just a little bit more to mess around with. Yep, a little bit more depth mm-hmm. in it. Like I said, you find those interesting areas, but you can't, there's really nothing there for you. And and for the most part, it's pretty streamlined of just figure out this next thing, figure out that there's yeah. not really much to like expand with other than that. Yeah. But on the other hand, like you said, you can figure this out in your own way when you get to those longer levels. There's There's more than one way to skin a cat, basically. And you can kind of, play it according to how you think and I like that about it yeah so I think it just kind of came down to depth for me I do the music was pretty well matched for what it was I mean it's no masterpiece it's very background the best music is you get a song uh at the end oh my gosh I can't believe I forgot the song there's a fun little ditty that happens at the end credits that you get that's pretty people memed a lot uh and I would say this too, Portal 2 does add a lot more depth. There's more mechanics added in, um, different things you can do. 
I think there's a lot more, what's the word, variety in how you can solve things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more fun characters. Like, GLaDOS is literally the only interaction you have in this whole yeah. game. And yeah. in the second one, you have uh, two more characters in the most, like, wild character sense of the word. And, like, then you get some fun dialogue between them sometimes or, like, them commenting on things. That's a lot of fun. And there's a multiplayer mode in the second oh, one, really? too. Yep. You play as little test robots that were built to use portal <laughs> guns. So you each have a portal gun. So now you have four portals to work with. Oh, wow. So your portals only, like, are only connected to your gun. Sure. But you could set up a whole chain if you do it right. Oh, wow. To, like, do some crazy stuff. Yeah. That's cool. And I think that's just fun. I... I think Portal was just kind of made because they thought it was a fun idea. Here's a little tight, compact game. Have fun with it. Yeah. And then, like, people loved it so much. It's like, how do we make this, like, a more fuller standalone experience? Definitely. I mean, you got to start somewhere. And it was a really good start. Oh, I'm not not trying to, like, put any shade on this game at all. Because I think part of the reason why I feel that way is things are just so different now. I mean, that was over <laughs> 10 years ago. We're yeah, it used came out a to long having time a lot of depth and everything, a lot of, like, to the point of having too much in games now where we're like, stop trying to shove this lore down my throat. <laughs> I don't care about your story and your cousin's cousin's mother. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So back then it was just a lot simpler most of the time. And that's okay. It was a great start. And it, just from what you've said about the second one, it sounds like they really expanded on it. And that's cool. They had yeah. some money to back them up probably by then, and they could do that. Oh, for Some success sure. on their belt. Woo! Oh, yeah. You I know? think at this point, they were having quite a bit of success. So, <laughs> <laughs> Valve, yeah. Yeah. So, what would, you, uh, what would you rate it out of 10? I think me personally. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I think I would give it a 7. Yep. I enjoyed it. I don't love it. I have no interest in like doing it more pretty much. I can't see myself like actively seeking it out, yep. but I do really appreciate it for what it is. And funnily enough, I think I enjoy watching other people play it more than I enjoy playing I it. I kind of wondered that like if you if you're interested, if you want me to keep playing the game, so you like, can see I what would happens. En- I would actually totally be down for watching you do it yep. and I would enjoy that. For some reason, I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, that's... I get that. It's, I get that. Do you? Yeah. I, I find that weird because I'm not that kind of person. I usually want to get my fingies in everything <laughs> that I see. Like, I'm like, let me do it. Let me try. I want to yep. try it. Let me drive that thing. Like, well, yeah, it's just... I don't know. There's just different kinds of games. There's some that I enjoy watching people do more than playing. Like, I've watched people play Fortnite, the Battle Royales, and uh-huh. I enjoy that quite a bit when I am in the mood but like when it comes to playing battle royales I'm just like yeah that's I'm not, not really quite your there. vibe yeah I'm not quite as good at it and it's like Fortnite is obviously like huge right and it's mm-hmm. wild you can get all these crazy characters licensed characters yeah which is amazing so it's just like the thought of the absurdity of what's going on and I just can't quite get 100% into it can I go in and play and have a good time yeah but I just can't quite get all the way into it Unfortunately, I like to watch it a little more. Yeah. But yeah, that's how this one feels for me. I just can't quite get there. And I don't really have a good reason. It was made really well. I didn't have any problems with the gameplay. The the controls worked Mm. super well, which is important in this game. There are some, like you said, quick moments where you got to, 
it's got to get done right or it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I appreciated that. Um, graphics are, I mean, good for what it was back then. Mm-hmm. Xbox 360, I mean, not bad, not great compared to what we've seen. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's hard to judge some of those old games like that for how they look. Yeah. I, I Especially this one, I guess it's a simpler style, so it's not... Well, like I said, they borrowed be... a bunch of the assets from the Half-Life game, yeah. so they reused these assets for the game, which cheapened the cost of it, but also worked with what they were trying to make. Yeah. It really feels like some sort of crazy advanced laboratory that's like also very... Like, even before you see behind the scenes, it's, like, this very mechanical, like, industrial lab, Mm -hmm. right? You know, not, like, this super clean, you know, everything's sterilized. It's, like, a lab made for stuff happening in here, you know, trying real stuff. (laughs) It gives you that scary feeling. Yeah, it's not, like, a chemist thing. It's, like, we're going to test robot arms and car parts. and You're going to (laughs) die. Yeah, you might die if (laughs) you don't stand in the wrong spot. Very much so. Especially when there's little laser robots that shoot you all the time. Yeah. Those were also... Hello. Yep. Where did you go? (laughs) Bye-bye. Ouch. Not me. Yeah. It's me. Put me down. I love it. Just the soft, most gentlest voice, and all they have is just two machine guns, and they just light you up. (laughs) (laughs) I found you. (laughs) I enjoyed them a lot. Yeah. Like, as much as you hate just getting lit up, like, just the, the... the voice the with nice it way is they so speak. Good. They're so polite. <laughs> Most polite murder robots you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else uh, you want to add before we get to the end? Um, yeah. Why doesn't Mario like to use the internet? I don't know. Why? Doesn't like the browsers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did you dig that up? <laughs> On the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically enough. I mean, where do you dig up all bad and good things? <laughs> yeah, right? I thought oh, I'd make you laugh. Oh my gosh, that got me more than it should have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want to say thank you to Brother Ray for caricatures. I always enjoy them. Thank you, Ray. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, please leave a review or um, suggestions for new games. We have our Twitter at Coapple Mode. We uh, are got our YouTube channel up and going. It's just you know episodes of the podcast. You can leave comments there if you want. And even uh, now on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, uh, if you want to leave a review or answer the question, you know, yeah, uh, just. Any, we're willing to take any suggestions and I, I you know if you're very excited about a game and you want to see what Rose will think of it if you think it's a or really hear, good idea I might think it's a good idea yeah, too yeah or hear what Matt thinks about it because he knows more than me <laughs> yeah exactly I feel like your opinion's a little more valid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well I think that's it for this episode this has been Coapple Mode I'm Matt and I'm Rose you keep Gaming with your bestie. Ta-ta!